Okay. Oh, I see you. I see your little cursor. <laughs> you see mine? Look, there's mine. No. Where is it? Oh, uh, it doesn't show it? I don't think so. Oh, I see yours. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I see. Um... How about... How about why I don't keep promises to myself? Oh, man. Going, just going in hard. <laughs> okay, well, no, no. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I don't even know the answer. Do you know the answer? No, not at all. <laughs> if I did, I'd keep them. Actually, I kind of know. Okay, so we're going to go for it? Let's go. Let's rock and roll. We're going to talk okay. about that. Why don't I keep promises to myself? There's a lot to, oh, I was going to say there's a lot to unpack there, but I can't say unpack anymore because Rachel hates that word now. <laughs> because you say it in everyday life or because you only say it on your podcasts? Um, I think because everyone's saying it in the context of just all the discussion online. Mm. And so it's just become like this like hot button. Like, <laughs> Yeah. The word that I've been saying that she hates is nuance because I'm, I use that constantly now and she's like. Is it nuanced? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's very nuanced. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, so what's a, can we start off with a promise that you made to yourself? Uh, sure. <laughs> which, which one? <laughs> I've got a long list. I probably have a longer list of promises that I haven't kept. Or maybe that's a false perception that I think I have a longer list of promises that I haven't kept. So? This is where the honesty kicks in. Um, I mean, I mean, the easiest one for me is getting back in shape. Um, you know, for anybody that's listened to prior podcasts and or prior Bible studies that I've given... Um, that is literally always <clears throat> on the front of my mind, like on the forefront of my mind, yet I don't seem to care. Um, but I do, but I don't. <laughs> so it's a, it's a weird paradox. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, there's stuff with, uh, with academics. There's stuff with... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm terrible at following through on things. Absolutely terrible in, in all aspects of life. Well, what's your motivation for losing weight? Um, I'm trying to figure that out, to be honest, because, you know, you you say that you're a people pleaser. Um, I am also, but for a very limited number of people. So, like you know, whether this is cultural or not, like our parents' approval, it's less as important to me now, a little, but I mean, it was a huge driver in everything that I did when I was younger. Um, you know, Rachel's approval's a huge driver to me. Um, for those of you that are listening and haven't guessed already, if you didn't know, Rachel's my wife. Um, those are probably the only people that I... Well, and you to an extent, but you're probably you're probably third on that list. But um, I, you know, I want that approval. I do. I do thrive on recognition. That's something that 
that I've always thrived on. I think you can see that like even in my career choice and doing so much in like as far as sales and stuff, because there's always that monthly who hit their targets, who exceeded their targets, who's salesman of the month, who's salesman of the, you know, number one in the district, whatever, like that, um, those accolades, like I, I love getting, I love winning. And so that's, um, that's often what drives me. And I don't, that may not be healthy, but it is what I, you know, kind of what's behind it. So when it, I think when it comes to like a health goal, there's, you don't win, like you don't ever stop. It's a, it's just a constant thing like for, mm-hmm. and so there's no, there's no like, oh, I'm done. You know what I mean? For sure. And so I think maybe that's part of my struggle. Um, and I've, you know, I've taken different classes and read different books and they talk about like smart goals where it's like, I don't even remember yeah. right now. What is it? T- uh, specific, measurable. What's the A? I don't remember. remember. I don't remember. I want to say attainable, but I that's probably. Oh, it is attainable. Are you sure? I think so, because it can't be ridiculous. Right. I think I think R was like realistic, maybe because I remember those were close, and then T is like a time frame. Yeah. So, even when I have set those, um, I haven't. I haven't followed through. And I think even that sometimes is because I believe I have the ability to just make it happen regardless. And so sometimes I'll procrastinate to the point of like, well, now I can't. And so who cares? Well, I think for weight, I think I I, I shouldn't say this, but I rarely believe that people should even have goals surrounding weight in the sense that I don't even think that people should own scales because sure there are, you know, you can talk about BMI, like, oh, this is how much you should weigh for how tall you are. But I don't think it's an accurate way to measure health. I mean, take for instance, me. I am not heavy, but I am definitely not healthy. And so I'm just not impressed by numbers. Um, Obviously, you can be obese and have weight. You know, there's obviously, it's not that weight doesn't have anything to do with health, but I don't think that it's the most important thing. And I think it just discourages people. And weight also fluctuates. So it's like, oh yeah, I was really successful for six months. So I lost 30 pounds, but then you kind of, you ease off because you, you reach a number. And so you don't have to be as strict, but then you end up gaining that weight back. So I don't think that it has to do anything about weight. I think it's about setting a different goal as in picking, I want to ride my bike two miles every week for the next six months and hitting that goal and then picking a new goal. I want to swim every day for the next three months and setting goals in that way. And then while you're exercising, while you're eating right, the natural consequence is losing weight, but that's just a byproduct. You're really just focusing on your health. Yeah, no, I, I think that's um, accurate. 
but going back to to like our differences um i i thrive on the numbers like the numbers <laughs> but i don't think you do well i really do so to be honest <laughs> with you like this is completely since we're being transparent my scale, like it broke, like I actually it might just need a new battery, but I, I can't weigh myself right now. And so because I can't measure my progress with that number, it um, now it's just out of sight, out of mind. And so it, it's, it affects how I approach it. Um, but what if you did like shirt size? Like that's too long term for me. I'm just, I'm just being honest. When I have the daily, like, did I get there? Did I not? But it could be it's... water weight. If you're checking your weight every day, it's not even, it's not but, accurate. But but I understand that. So if I'm, if I'm a pound up one day, I don't, I don't care. But I also know like, but that for me, that's also like, hey, I got to double up today to make that up. Once again, I think that comes back to like that sales mentality. Like on the first of the month, nothing you've ever done in your previous career matters anymore. You have a new target. You have 30 days to get there. And then these are the averages you need to make to get there. And some days you might have a big day where it's like, oh, sweet, I'm ahead of the curve. And other days you might have a really bad day and it doesn't help you get where you need to be. But you know that the the consistency in your effort will average out to where you want to get. But then on the 30th or the 31st, you're like, sweet, I made it. And tomorrow I start over. Like none of this matters anymore. And that's well, not about- necessarily the case with this. Cause so here's, and this could be a, a, a offshoot from this topic, but oftentimes when I hit a goal, then I just want to ride my success. And I, and I, and the motivation, like it, it falls off. Cause I'm like, yeah, I made it cool. Now I can uh, rest on my laurels for a little bit. And that's yeah, a whole so other issue. That's I why have. I think that's, that's why I think the scale is an enemy to so many people that are losing weight. And I think if you are attracted to numbers, what if it's a different type of number? Like, uh, well, what's wrong can... with that number? Because... <laughs> <laughs> No, I because like you said, it once you reach it, well, it's like you can't always just start losing weight. Eventually, you're going to reach a weight that you want to maintain. And so if you were depending on that number, once you reach it, then that's it. But like if you're training for a marathon, like the first week you want to run one mile, the second week you you three miles. And then, you know, you have that, those numbers and like, okay, now I'm strong enough to run 12 miles and 15 miles and 20 miles. If numbers is your thing or even bench press, like right now I can bench press a hundred pounds. I'm tomorrow I can bench press 105 pounds or. Right. But even, even with that, it's the same idea. Like there's still like, like, let's say, you're, let's say for weightlifting, cause you bring that up. What's the number you're going to max out? Like what, where's your max going to be? Cause unless you're a power lifter, there's going to be a, a plateau where you're like, I'm good. This is, this is sufficient for my goals. You know what I mean? If, well, if, if you're a strong man, you're like, I want to lift more than anyone else in the whole world. So I'm going to keep <laughs> going until I own that record. 
But for your everyday person, you know, 185 might be sweet, man. When I'm doing 185, I'm I'm in good shape. But then you still are going to measure. Well, and I think that's why you're totally, you're also overlapping goals. So like you're never in a time period where you don't have a goal in anything, whether it's weight or, you know, whatever it is. Like, yeah, I don't know what. What does that verse say about like what without a vision or you need a vision to? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in the Bible it talks about <laughs> having a vision, staying focused on whatever it is that you're supposed to be focused on. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, exactly. I guess we we'll have to find that <laughs> at some point. But yeah, um, I think yeah, that, I think that's that's part of an issue with you know anyone is you reach your goal and then you're like well now what we're in, when you should have been thinking about the next goal when you were about to finish the first goal okay so in a, in a different context here I'll, I'll give you this one so i have my my youtube channel with my pigeons right mm-hmm. i haven't made a new video for that in probably <laughs> nine months maybe six and i tell myself probably twice a week i'm gonna make a new video and I don't. Um, but once again, it's not for lack of time. It's not for lack of equipment or ability or resource. It's just, it's just there. I think for for me also, I guess, I even even us starting this. As soon as it was like, hey, we're going to work together on something, my my brain starts racing on like, oh, we could work on this, and we could work on this, and we could work on this. That and high. I'm, and I'm, yeah, I'm ready to roll on like 20 things. But then <laughs> you were like, whoa, 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 let's do one. And I was like, <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suggested title, and you're like, that's perfect for a book. I'm like, what <laughs> in the world? We're doing a podcast right now. I'm like, yes, but we're also doing a book. Um. That's that's how my mind works, and I've been really trying to um, deal with that in the last probably like year, and narrow my focus so that I could try to make progress in maybe one or two areas rather than having twenty five plates spinning. But see, I, I feel like I thrive when I have twenty five plates spinning because it forces me to be disciplined because I don't have time not to be. Then maybe I need to learn how to just be disciplined. <laughs> what a skill to have, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have the same issue. And for probably, well, similar and different reason. I am like, like you mentioned, I'm a total people pleaser. So for instance, because I'm doing this with you, I can't disappoint you and not because there's that level of accountability. Like I don't want to leave my partner out to dry. Right. Even if it's, if I'm today, I'm carpooling with a friend. And so if it, if I was just driving myself to this baby shower, I would be an hour late, but because someone is depending on me to jump in the car, I'm going to be on time. Does that make you, just perform better or does that also bring with it anxiety no it's so funny because i'm not a leader 
at all. I am, I love being the follower. It's just <laughs> easier. Um, but I always end up in charge in school projects because there's a need. Like if I see that someone isn't rising to the occasion, I'm always going to be there. But that's not where I want to be. I want to be this trusty sidekick, you know? Um, but I think for myself, because, you know, right now I'm into poetry. No one, I don't really have a community for that. So uh-huh. I don't have anyone to keep me accountable. Or like when I was in taking my poetry class, I was writing a poem a week I was eating and breathing poetry, but now that I'm by myself, it's so much harder to be disciplined because no one is counting on me. Because you can't let anybody down. Yeah, I'm only letting myself down, and I'm perfectly fine letting myself down. (laughs) And you don't care about letting yourself down? Not really. I really, I mean, eventually it catches up with me. But isn't that the crux of probably why we don't keep promises to ourselves? Because we don't mind letting ourselves down? Like, I mean, no, totally. isn't, isn't that really it? Like, so it is, what, do you think that's the difference between those like 2% that just handle it? Like, is it, is it because they don't want to let themselves down or is, is there a different motivating, like, does it not have to do with the shame of letting themselves down? Is there, is there truly some like intrinsic power that they found that just drives them dis- despite obstacles or whatever or failures you know what i mean like i've definitely never been that person so why well, I, I haven't either and it's and it's weird because there are definitely things that i do that that people tell me are like oh my gosh i can't i can't believe you're doing all that and it i guess maybe it sounds like a lot from the outside but to me i'm like it's really not that hard but well, it's because it plays into my strengths and so it's not hard to me. You know what I mean? But take anything I'm not good at and and I just won't do it, I think. Well, I'm definitely, I feel like 2020 has been my year to, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't anyone else's year. You're the only one to enjoy it. <laughs> no, I totally enjoy it. It's, you know, quarantine has fed my soul in a lot of ways and has really... I'm by myself. I am home all by myself. And if this was me any other year, it'd be like, I don't need to get anything done because no one's watching. And I can waste every single second of every day and no one can judge me for it. But I'm finally face to face with myself. And it's like, wake up, kid. Like You're, you're wasting all of your time. And you will come to a point of regret. And so, like, even with my devotional life with God, it's like, that's not on display. Like, no one sees me rise in the morning to pray and read my Bible. And I shouldn't, I mean, even when quarantine's out, no one's going to see that anyway. But, I mean, just finding that, like, I want to do this because it's important to me. And even, um, like I said, with uh, doing that Zoom meeting for the poetry session like that's totally out of my comfort zone as an introvert as a were you person. hosting it no it was someone just randomly posted and on ig that i follow okay he's actually friends with propaganda um 
And he was like, jump on. We're going to have a poetry workshop. And so I jumped on with four other strangers and had to read poetry that I wrote on the spot. And so it was something I never would have done. But it's like, there's no... Stop wasting time. That was just what I what I keep telling myself now. So in a in a practical sense, how are how are you using this kind of self-reflection to force your like to are, are you is it forcing you to change? Is it your own desire that that you're trying to build discipline? Like how how are you using that like in a functional way to to make change in your day to day? Well, I think for before, you know, throughout my whole adolescence and elementary, middle school, high school, I mean, talk about our lives. Like you always found success and I felt like you didn't have to work for it. You were just naturally gifted in a lot of areas. And so... um, That's totally true, by the way. And but see, I, it was almost that was almost detrimental though, because when it came time to work, I, I didn't know how. Yeah, but but for me, it was I sucked at everything. You know, I you were my coach for my soccer team, and we won the first game, and we lost every other game that season, and so I just felt like I was always the losing player. I was always on the losing team. I was always going to, not even second place, I was going to be fifth and sixth place no matter what I did. And so my strategy became just don't do it and no one can see you suck. (laughs) And so that's what I did. In high school, I didn't join any extracurricular activities. I just stayed home. And that was my, that's how I approached life. Was that a a shield, do you think? Like, or or was that... Yeah, totally. It was Were there were there other areas that you're like, "Oh, I am good at this, so I'm I'm going to step in it and shine?" No, there was I didn't have a single area where I felt that I was good at anything, and so That's crazy. And so I just like even when I played sports, you know, with my friends, just, you know, not what a, you know, just flag football or something. I was never competitive because once I became competitive, it bothered me when I lost. But if I was just goofing around on the field, I could remain detached. And so it didn't matter when I lost because I wasn't trying to win in the first place. Huh. Do you... Um... So here's here's a like a... And I don't know if this applies to keeping promises or whatever, but like I, I hate losing more than I like winning. If if that makes sense. Um, so so when I do things, anything, I I cannot stand to lose like that. But now, that was get... my issue. Is for you. <laughs> well, you... But my an- my answer to that is to is to just be better than you, like. But my not, answer was, I never could be better than you. Not you, but anyone. Yeah. Like, if you put me in a race, if you put me in a drawing contest, if you put me anywhere, I'm never going to win. And that was... See, that's foreign to me. That's... that's... <laughs> I know, because you're good at everything. No, but I'm not good at everything. There's a ton of stuff that I'm not good at. But even if I'm not good at it, like, 
We're going to figure well, out how to win. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I totally had this moment. When we were kids, we were on PlayStation, and we bought a game, and you sucked at it, and I beat you. Oh, it was that fighting game. You were just button smashing. No, 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 You no. weren't even playing. No, no, no. It was like... No, you were just I, smashing buttons. No, I think it was actually golf, and... um. And so I was better than you. And it's like, oh, I'm better than Mookie at something. And that was awesome. Um, but here's the thing is we kept playing and every game you got better and better and better. And I remained at that low level, like the <laughs> level that I was at that I won. I couldn't get better. <laughs> you were just stuck. And that is like... The majority of my life, that's what I saw. Is like we okay? I can be better than people, but they always get better. <laughs> like, and I don't. And so, um, but now I realize, like, that was the twist for me in college. Is I finally learned how to get better, and so that's why I have victory now. Because it's like, okay, I don't get better at at the rate everyone else does. Like. It'll take 20 okay. minutes for someone to figure something out. It'll take me five hours to get to that level. But in my childlike mind, I thought that I could never get there. But gotcha. no, it just takes longer. I was going to ask you because I was like, well, you, you, there's no way you can still feel that way because you're, I mean, you found success in multiple areas. So it's like you can't. And, and that's but, that's where for I, me, I trip out at that because you've accomplished things that I haven't been able to that I've failed repeatedly at. And it's like, and so I, I look at you and think like, wow, how is she so good at that? Cause I just keep slamming my head against the wall. And I think that's why I failed for so long is because you are eight years older than me and you were the person I looked up to. So when I saw that you weren't trying at anything, you were just good at it. I didn't know that there was an option that you can just keep trying. You can just keep working at it. And so I had to figure that out in college where it's like you're so behind at that point. Um, because like like right now in our or just recently, we had a box of all of your trophies, like karate trophies, you know, soccer. You found it? Yeah. Dad found where it. is it? I think he took it up to it. He was supposed to give it to you, actually, like last what? week. <laughs> I would ask him. Anyway, you oh, have all, all of these medals, and I have like you participated. You know, <laughs> it's it's funny. Gosh, it's funny you bring that up. Um, I don't know because I because I and I'm not bragging. I I did find success <laughs> in, a, in a lot of things. I had a pretty good collection of medals, um, trophies, whatever else. And and for whatever reason, like I think having those helped me stay competitive because it was like you've won before, you can do it again. Um, I don't know if that's healthy to like because Rachel, Rachel used to call it my little shrine to myself, <laughs> and she, I mean, she really, she was like, I hate it. I don't ever want you to have your trophies again. Um, and there was even a part I remember the kids were were younger. Emily was probably like seven or eight or something, and maybe. They had won their first couple of trophies or something. I don't know. But they had asked. They are like, Dad, have you, have you ever won a trophy? And I was like, have I ever won a trophy? You guys should see my trophies. <laughs> and then we couldn't find the box. And I thought it was lost. And so I remember being genuinely bummed out about that. Because it was like I couldn't <laughs> show them 
like my I don't even want to say legacy. That's a dumb word for it. But I just I couldn't show them what I had accomplished. And at the same time, I was like, that that really that made me go down this introspective path over the last probably five years that I haven't accomplished anything in forever. And I, I couldn't be satisfied. Like I I began to realize I can't be satisfied with these accomplishments from 20 years ago or 30 years ago. Like I have to replace those. And, and that I think has been part of, maybe my more intensive journey to like figure out why I haven't done that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so even in, in getting my AA, like that was man, that felt really good. And at the same time it was totally anticlimactic because <laughs> like I had worked so long for it and it was like, cool. But deep down, I'm still just the same person I was yesterday. I just have this piece of paper now. And that piece of paper means a lot to me, but it didn't change who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's that's been an interesting part of that because I, 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 I do love, like, those accomplishments help drive me to, to or remind me that I can succeed. And I, I think sometimes without them. And that's why I like tracking my weight every day. Like people are like, don't do that. And I'm like, no, 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 I want to do that. Because when I win, it reminds me I can win again. And I don't I don't mind losing because it just means I'm going to win the next time. Like you won't beat me twice. You can beat me once, but you won't beat me twice. I still have my opinion on that, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so we we definitely didn't answer the question necessarily. No, that, that's but generally I think how we're it both is. but I think we're both working on it and we're both in a season where we're trying to cultivate that discipline and Yeah, I you know, I it's and I think it's well even even I there's there's probably different areas where the the level of difficulty for keeping those promises are going to be different. Yeah. Um, And it's going to be different for every person. You know what I mean? Um, And I I think that's part of, there has to be room for that in the conversation. And when you get to that, like final Mount Everest where it's like, okay, here's the one that I can never do. Um, I, you know, at the end of the day, you really have to do it for yourself. Like, like, looking in that mirror and and being able to say I, I gave it everything I have like that's really I think the only piece that matters because that's that's the only that's the only opinion that really is you have to live with you know what I mean yeah so I don't know if that helps No, I think it was, yeah, I think it's an important, I mean, I don't even necessarily think that it, you, you have to answer that question, but that you acknowledge it and that you work. Well, maybe that's the answer is that you acknowledge it. Cause I think it's easy to just think like, Oh, I'll I'll try again tomorrow or I'll, 
but just really being honest and being like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, honoring myself enough to follow through with, with what I need to do, you know? Yeah. All right. So what are you working on that you're going to not be lazy about? Right now, it's definitely my poetry. I think, too, that aspect. <laughs> it's like, I don't know many poets. I mean, just within my own community. Uh-huh. And it's definitely not the cool thing to do, I guess. <laughs> it's becoming the cool thing again. It is definitely becoming the cool thing. But um, now, as a 30-year-old, I don't even care what's cool anymore. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, I was never going to be cool anyway, so. But I think definitely just leaning into that passion and um, writing. And like we've talked about before, it's not about, you know, I have this expectation of perfection, but being comfortable with writing writing down crappy ideas and then working on those crappy ideas and focusing yeah. on the progress instead of the product. I, I think for myself, like even going back to like my health and my weight and stuff like that, um, I, I, I've i been kicking this around the last like maybe six months to a year, but I, I feel like I need to, well, maybe not right off the bat, but my goal needs to be to compete again. Like I need to be playing men's softball or I need to be in a basketball rec league or I need to be playing roller hockey again or whatever um because i i need to win like i i have to have something where i'm putting myself on the line and there's a winner and a loser because that does drive me and i and i love the 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 joy of competition and so being healthy will allow me to do that again yeah and so it's not a function of, oh, I need to lose weight, but it's I, w- I want to be able to compete again. Like that, that I, I miss that that grind. I miss the 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 heat of of battle. <laughs> totally. So, um, so even with that, knowing that it's a long road to be where I was, um. And that's a hard thing too. Like, I not that I was like the most amazing athlete in the world, but I was pretty gifted. And so to know, like, man, because it's all still in there mentally. Like, I, I can still all do it in my head. Yeah. Um. And there's and even sometimes like I'll go play basketball with my buddies, and there's like glimmers of it because I can still do a little bit. But it's so taxing that it it's it can't be sustainable. So it's like, um. I, I, I want to be able to shine in in the areas that I used to, you know. And obviously, I'm never going to be 20 again. And, you know, I've got a bad knee now, so I have to make those adjustments. But but those shouldn't be excuses. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I don't know. 